Welcome everyone to Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and this is always very cool because not only do I have a great musician, but I have a great musician with an awesome name. So please, everyone, welcome Eric Venom of 5606. Eric, man, how are you doing today? I'm good. You're you're too kind. You're too <laughs> kind. You're, it's too much. Too much. Well, look, I'm always truthful. So that's what I that's what I personally go with. But man, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I've been looking forward to talking to you again. The last time you were on the show, we had a ton of fun. I'm going to apologize to everyone right now. I am feeling pretty under the weather. Boston has been not so kind to people lately. And I don't know, do I have that sexy Phoebe sick voice right now? Or is this just bad in general? Um, it's pretty sexy. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of working for you. Shoot. It's kind of working for you. All right. It's working. I'll just, I'll just go around constantly getting sick then. Because I knew I needed yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But now, Eric, man, one of the reasons we've obviously we've talked about, you know, speaking again many mm-hmm. times, and I would have you on the show anytime because I just enjoy talking to you in general. Oh, thank you. Of course. You. But the reason why we're definitely having you on right now is that you just recently, by the time this comes out, you will have recently put out a brand new signal. Uh, ba- oh, wow. See, the sickness is already coming. A brand it, new signal. <laughs> signal. <laughs> single. It's a brand new called signal. New Orleans. Yeah, yes. brand new signal coming from 5606. <laughs> it's called New Orleans. And man, I am a big fan of this. It's that old school, anthemic, you know, pop punk. It's really catchy. It's really good. We're going to go into that a lot. But I wanted to start it out first off. By saying, so the last time you were on, Ride Along had just come out. Right. And that was in 2018, correct? Yeah, that was, oh gosh, let me take a look. I want to say it was like October or November. Of oh gosh, now I got to look. It's yeah, probably now, somewhere now, around there. Well, now I got to look. Now you got me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was somewhere around there. It was yeah. towards the end of, uh, it was the end of 2018. Look at, look at this is this how bad I am. I have to go to my own Spotify to look at the release date. <laughs> Well, you're always busy, right. and I know that, and I think a lot of people know that. So yeah, somewhere around that time, right? Right, correct. Okay, so then yep. from there, you put out Keeping Count in 2019. Mm-hmm. You also put out Madison right. as well, mm-hmm. and then now in 2020, you've got New Orleans. So I think one of the big things I wanted to talk about was, for you, one of the things we had talked about when we first talked with Ride Along was that you kind of enjoyed putting out these singles as standalone singles and not necessarily putting out an EP or a full length. Now coming back, you know, we're we're a year and a half, maybe more since then. Right. Is your opinion still the same on that? Absolutely. Nice. Um, so I, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit last time where when we were getting ready to release new music um, in 2018 for, for Ride Along, prior to that, we had been doing you know, EPs or well, EPs mainly, um, yeah. five, six, seven songs. And, you know, I had looked at what other genres were doing. And um, I noticed that, especially in the, uh, we'll call it hip hop community, that singles was more singles coming out more frequently was kind of the standard in watching how people were reacting to those types of releases. Um, I think for, I think it really depends on what position, um, you know, your your band or your group is in. Uh, you know, for example, you know, if if I'm, you know, let's call it Rage Against the Machine, which hopefully is putting out new music soon. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, if they release a single, I'm gonna be like, oh, give me more. I want more of the album. But I think a band in our position where we are continuing to grow, 
I think it's more beneficial uh, for us to be releasing singles so we can kind of give full attention um, to the song, both you know on the, the music side and the video and the content. Uh, and, we, and it just seems to work better, especially um, when, when you look at, not to get nerdy, but when you look at the data <laughs> side of things, the attention span, and mine included, yeah. uh, of listeners is um, maybe not as long as it used to be uh, in years past. Sure. Uh, I remember I remember when I was a kid, uh, I'm not sure how old all the listeners are here. I mean, I'm not too old myself, but no, no. you know, I would go I would go to Tower Records or Warehouse and I'd buy an album and invite my friends over on a Friday night, you know, buy a pizza and we'd sit in my room and listen to an album front to back. Right, right. I, I don't think anyone's doing that really any anymore. I mean, sure no. there's probably select few, but uh, I think the attention span of people um again, it's not in a bad way, um, you know, calling people out or anything, but I think we're in this kind of age where we just kind of like to absorb little bits of everything. So what we didn't want to do right now was spend a bunch of time um, and effort and put everything into into an album and then put it out. It's digested for a couple weeks or a couple months, and then it, it's people have moved on to the next thing. Right. Uh, this way, it this way it allows us to uh, give proper attention to each each and every song that we choose to put out, and just uh, get full support behind it. And as I look at um, all of our past releases, all the way back to to, to now, um, you know, I think people will find it. Well, I'm not, maybe this is a tangent or not, but I know we put out a lot of um, EPs over the years and a lot of yeah. songs. And Ride Along, which was our first standalone single uh, that we had done outside of a, an EP, um, at that time had been the most listened to, most circulated song that we'd ever put out. Right, um, right. to that to that point. So that goes back to my, yeah, I, I, I think going out doing singles is uh, right now at this current time, the way to go, you know, do we plan on putting an EP or another album out? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, maybe that'll happen later this year. I don't know, but I do know that we will continue to put singles out for um, at least this next year for sure. Oh, okay. All right. And yeah, and maybe, and I think you're, you're probably partially right on the Spotify data. The other thing that might play into that a little bit though, is that, at least we'll give them hell came out in 2013 or so. Right. And then you didn't have anything until Correct. 2018. So that might be a little bit of a part of it, but right. I would assume also that by putting out these singles, when people go looking for them and they go, Hey, here it is on Spotify. They check it out. Right. I'm assuming they go to your other past material. That's correct. Yeah, exactly. So that, that works very well for that type of promotion and marketing for sure. So the question then, you know, you had mentioned you're you're not really old right now. You're at you're still young. Yeah, I'm not. No, I not. definitely am. Right. We did we just started really we started really, really young. Yes. So you guys started when you were like thirteen or something, right? Twelve, thirteen. Yeah, twelve, yeah. thirteen. So now you've been a band for twenty years. And that's oh my god. Congrats, by the way. <laughs> Thank congrats. you. Thank that, you. Yeah, that is awesome. But it, it's weird to hear that, I'm sure. But the question would be then for that is that now by putting out these singles, when you've created a song and you're completely done, you're putting out there. Do you still get that same type of feeling that kept you going all the way back then? Yes. Um, right. it, it, maybe maybe even more so. Oh. Um, I remember when when Ride Along uh, came out, I was a nervous wreck. Oh, right. Um, you know, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember, I mem- like you said, you know, at least we gave him hell, came out in 2013. And, you know, it's not, it's not that we were an inactive band. It's just at the time, we that's just the last thing we had recorded. You know, we played and toured on it for a couple of years. 
Uh, then we, you know, we took a year and a half or two off because I think we talked about last time my health issue. But yeah, right. Um, yeah. So by the time we got to ride along, I mean, I remember the night before it came out. I remember it came out at midnight, and I was just, I was pacing. I was thinking, you know, what are people going to think? Are people going to like it? You know, you start to get in your own head. Um, then you just start to remind yourself, hey, you poured your heart into this. It's authentic. Right. If people can't see through that, well, then um, that's that's on them, not me. For sure. Yeah. So, you're you're yeah. putting out music that you like and you're hoping other people like it, mm -hmm. but you're still doing it for yourself the same way you did back then. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, we're doing, you know, doing it the same way. I, I think one thing that we really try to do is we try to not be a caricature of ourselves of the past. I think it's important to have our sound, um, but important to innovate and grow within that sound. Right. Um, you, know, you don't want to be one of, I mean, I, we don't want to be one of those bands that, just continues to put out the same thing without growing. I mean, if you, I'm a different person than the last time we talked, right? Yeah, and I'm sure. Sure, I'm sure that you are too. So oh, yeah. if we're not growing, if we're not growing, I mean, then what's the point? Right. But yeah, I, I, I still, I still have that, I, I, that same passion, if not more. And I think that comes boils down to, um, you know, maybe some people would look at our career um, from the surface level and look at what we've, or what we've done and our accomplishments that, you know, we're very proud of and worked hard for and may think that the best is behind us. Um, ah. But that couldn't be, that couldn't be further from the truth. Right. Um, what the, the past, you know, three singles that we've done in the past, you know, to end of 2018 to now, um, each one of these songs has progressively done better than the last. Um, right. And, you know, we're reaching so many new people and so many, uh, meeting new fans and um, bringing people into the 5606 family yeah. more so than we ever have um, due to the technology and the tools that we have available today. I mean, right. we're, you know, I think we're doing better than ever. Um, nice. And I, I think, I think that's something that's maybe hard to dispute Yeah. Um, yeah. and something we're very proud of because we put in the time and we put in the work. Um, but yeah, I mean, things have changed, but uh, the passion for this has not changed. If not, it's, it's only grown. That's great. Yeah, that's really great to hear. And one of the things you're also very good at as a band is your promotional material as well. You guys always utilize a lot of videos. You do a lot of uh, graphic design work that's interesting and innovative. So that's also got to help you as well. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's funny because um, sometimes, you know, from the from the business side of things, I sometimes I forget that you know, we do the music, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we spend, so we, we really, really make an emphasis on making content that is really fun to work, uh, to, to work on, to, to look at, yeah. um, and to interact with. Um, that's something I am extremely passionate about and something that I think is really important. It's just, I always try to put myself in, you know, the seat of, you know, the person who's consuming, uh, the material, right? I don't, we don't, I don't want to see the same coming out now. And then here's a picture of, of the band and, or, you know, the same just kind of stuff. Like it's not exciting. Like right. give me something exciting. Um, so we're always thinking of new ways of really being at the forefront of how to deliver content. That's fun. Right. And also to not always make it about the music. I mean, the music's, really it's fun and that's why we're here is because of the music but i think it's also fun to show you know the fans and followers and, and family that you know who we are as people and how, yeah. how why we are the way we are and 
I think we do. I think we do a decent job with that um, with our promotional material. Like I think our Instagram, um, a lot of people comment that it's fun to look at, and yep. that 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 really fuels me. Um, you know, we do stuff using utilizing a lot of 3D video. Yep. We do a lot of um, I don't know. I don't even know a lot of interactive stuff. Sure. Um, and even we got some content that's going to be dropping probably next week that I can confidently say I have close to never seen wow. bands do, do this kind of stuff. Okay. And I'm really, really super excited about it. Um, so definitely keep an eye on that. If you're not following us, I, mean, I know you are, but yeah, if, if there's that, <laughs> definitely, definitely, uh, definitely give us a follow. There's going to be some stuff um, on the content side that is just going to hopefully just blow your mind. Um, For sure. And we're really, really proud of that. Really, really proud of that. Yeah, and you definitely should be. And we'll have links in the description of the episode so that people can easily follow you on all those platforms for sure. But it's something that I definitely notice a lot. And I like the color schemes that you guys use. Like it's a Thank it's you. a very yeah, it's a very unique way of doing things. And I think that's a changing of the times and adapting and you know, trying to be on the forefront of that, which I think is great. So let's do this. So before we go into New Orleans, because that's the main thing we're gonna be talking about. Sure. Since we only got to talk about Ride Along the last time you were on the show, do uh-huh. you want to go through Keeping Count and Madison and yeah. just talk a little bit about those singles, you know, how they were received and what you were thinking when you were making them? Yeah. So um, just a quick little recap. So Ride Along, when that was the first uh, single back, um, the kind of the premise of the song was, hey, like we're, we're getting back on the saddle here. Um, yep. Either jump on, you know, jump on with us and take you know, take the next ride with us that we're going on that we're currently on right now. Yep. Um, that was, so that was kind of a, a fun, uh, kind of declaration that, Hey, we're, we're back in and we're moving forward. Um, keeping count. This was, uh, you know, how, how do you say this? Keeping count was a song that we just kind of threw the idea of going like too deep out the window. We wanted it to just be something that's fun to listen to. Sure. Um, a lot of times, you know, like as we dive into New Orleans later, there there's some topics that, you know, require a little bit more attention. But there's sometimes like you just want to hear a you just want to hear a bopper. You know, you just want to hear a good one, right? <laughs> sure. um, and that's what Keeping Count was. We just wanted to, to deliver something that has had really good, just a really good rhythm, uh, good melody. The you know the story was was fun, lighthearted, didn't take itself too seriously. Right. So that was uh that was kind of the premise for for Keeping Count. Makes sense. And uh. Really, really, really fun song to play. Yeah, Madison. Madison was a little, little. Madison was a song that's kind of had been in the pipe for a while, but we hadn't brought it um, to the forefront. Ah, okay. It's a, it, it's a, of course, it it, it kind of got retooled, but you know, this is a song about personal relationships. Um, it was a a relationship. Um, you know, about uh, essentially my my father. Uh, and and you know kind of where where we came from, and uh, you know how we're doing. You know it's not it's not a complaining song, but no. I think it's something that you know, as a listener you can kind of adapt the idea of the song maybe to something that you're going with on with someone. Sure. And and how that feels, um, you know, trying to live up to that expectation. Right. Yeah. That so that was what Madison was about, yep. and uh, yeah, that was again a really. The the one uh the one thing people always tell me when they when they hear that song for the first time is they're like oh you know the the, the beginning of the song you know sounds really nice and or yeah. lovely or whatever <laughs> and then they're like they're like you know I turn it up and then like you know forty seconds in it's like 
you know, bam. And like, I got to turn all the speakers down. I was <laughs> like, well, you didn't think you didn't think we were going to keep you keep right. it down the whole time. Right. So who's turning the speakers down? I turned it yeah, up. I know. Is there you rocking? go. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, but, but with those three releases, it was just um, I think it was an eclectic little bunch of uh, different songs that uh, had different meanings and some deep, some some not so much. And they're, they were just fun and uh, very proud of all three of them. Absolutely. You should be. Now, were they all done together and then you decided to release them, you know, piecemeal? No. Okay. So you actually no. worked on one, finished it, went to the other, worked on it, finished it that way? Yeah. So the jury's still out on if that is going to kill me or not um, <laughs> while we while we continue to record songs like that. Right. You know, now that we're, we're we have our, our own studio and that we're not going to a studio, you know, booking for two weeks and going in or three weeks or a month, whatever it is, and going in, get the songs done and leaving with a handful of, of songs. Um, now that we do it ourselves, it's it's a double edged sword uh. um, because I can tweak and tweak and tweak <laughs> and tweak and tweak. And I think anyone who's an artist out there who's listening uh, can know one of the hardest things to do is know when when the painting is done. Right. So. Right. Um, I, I, at a certain point, I, I, I'm learning that I needed to set my own deadlines and just commit, uh, just yeah. commit to it and go. So. Yeah, because we were planning to release uh, even more songs last year, but we just kind of got bogged down in the whole kind of what I what I just kind of touched on, um, you know, alongside other things that we're trying to grow with uh, with the band. But yeah, the the jury's still out on how this how this process works. But so far, so good. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's always interesting. And I think I do remember when we talked, it did seem like that second, you know, whichever single was going to be at the time that it was going to come out much sooner. Correct. But yeah, it got pushed back. So that that totally makes yeah. sense. So let's go right. into New Orleans now. Right. So this song to me sounds a little political. Mm. It sounds, you know, you talk about relationships in previous songs, as you had mentioned, and what's a, you know, what's a pop punk or a punk song without some political activism or some fight, <laughs> you know, some fighting back. So to me, this seems like a natural step if I'm reading it correctly, which I don't know exactly if I am or not. But you know, I I, w- I wish you could see my head right now. I'm I'm bobbing my head up and down, but <laughs> there the, there's there's more to it. Yes, yes, I would imagine. Oh. And you go through the lyrics, and for sure, you can definitely put it to different life events. You can probably, I I think some of the best music, obviously, is one that has a message, but one that you can mold that message to what you're going through in your personal life as well, right? Or what, or what the world's going through. So yeah, let's. Right. Let's go through that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to give a little overview of the track? Sure. So first, I want to preface this by by, by saying this. Uh, we are not a band and will likely never be a band that pushes agendas. That is not what we do. Right. Um, that is not at all what we do. With this, you know, you mentioned, you know, it's, it's definitely a little political. Sure. It, it absolutely can be taken that way. But with that, we are not pushing any agenda. What right. what right. we're doing is we are we're challenging the listener to think. That's what we're doing. We're just trying to say, think about this. Think about what's kind of going on around you. And instead of just being someone who just lets everything pass them by, just stop and think and react. Uh, react to it. You know, we just we want this song to start a conversation. Sure. Whatever whatever one's opinion may be. It doesn't matter as long as conversations happening, you know, communication uh, between, you know, one another 
um, is very important. And if you know we're not communicating, then that well, that's not good. So we need right, to, right, we need right. to be we need to be talking about things, right? Sure. I guess well, I guess we'll 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 do some. Uh, I'll, I guess we'll drop some stuff on this show that I, I guess we've never talked about before. All right. Um, about the song. So the initial the the working title to this track was called Thoughts and Prayers. Ah, and okay. um, sure. We, I, I, I'm, well, I should say we, but I remember when I kind of first started uh, getting the idea of this song down, it was during a lot of this, you know, kids getting shot at schools and all this kind of heavy stuff. And the one thing we kept hearing in, on the news and the radio was thoughts and prayers, thoughts right. and prayers, nothing changes, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, I was just like, you know, at that point I, I had, hadn't formulated anything, but that was, that was the one constant that just kept happening. And and what that did was it, it made me think, um, you know, I, it didn't make me feel one way or another, but it, it made me think uh, to have that conversation with myself. Right. So as we kind of put the song together, um, you know, as we, we ended up title, titling it New Orleans, I, you know, it's hard. How do you say here? So we titled it. Uh, the ending title was New Orleans. But what I tried to do was I, I was thinking of the major events in my lifetime uh, that were major tragic events and obviously you know 9-11 was was a big one yeah um but it was when hurricane katrina hit um new orleans that i remember seeing um you know in the reporting and the news and just kind of how i saw conversations happening online and and whatnot was how people came together to help but there was also a large abandonment from a lot of other people as well right. uh, that you know like that city is though it has recovered it's still reeling from that oh yeah and i think we have i think we all have a tendency sometimes um to forget about things after they happen you know an event happens something tragic um you know we we give i'm putting up air quotes thoughts and prayers we think about it and then we move on to the yep. next thing right right so the song kind of revolved around the idea of there's a lot of choices that we have made and things that we have done uh, both good and and bad but at the same time there's still reverberations uh, reverberations of those choices um, around us and that you know we can make a difference we we don't have to just give thoughts and prayers um and it doesn't have to be you know for example doing or donating you know to new orleans to rebuild it it's not about that it's about your own local community it's like there's so many things you could be doing on a small level uh, very small things like helping, you know, the homeless or, you know, feeding people that have kind of nothing to do with that. But at the same time, there's, we can be doing things to make a positive impact on our own local communities and our own society. Right. Right. Yep. So that's kind of what I, I hope that came off like, cohesive. Um, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of, I, I really hope it did because I, I definitely have to say to the, to the people listening, you got to go listen for yourself to yes. kind of maybe understand what I'm talking about. Right. Um, or it just kind of sounds like I'm jumbling a little bit. No, no, no. It's not. And I hope people either have listened before listening to this or, you know, the, you can even I'll tell everyone right now, stop this right here and go listen to it and then come back and maybe you'll understand a little bit more. It's certainly not a, you know, it's not like the emotion in the track is down or anything. It's, no. not, a, it's not a somber no. song. This is a pop punk song. So absolutely. Yeah. So keep that in mind as, you know, as Eric is talking about this. But just like a lot of punk bands have in the past, like I mentioned, there's that kind of anti-establishment, anti not doing something about something feeling. Right. 
And that's what I like, you know, and it shouldn't matter what side of the fence you might be on or whatever. None of that really matters when it's talking about, you know, getting off your ass and doing something about something. I I always enjoy that kind of call to arms, call to action type of thing. And what I also liked was you had the music video that I was Uh, able to take a look at. And there I won't give anything away. Well, I mean, you could could chat about it. Okay. It's okay. Well, it starts off like, you know, hundreds of of thousands of pop punk, you know, music videos that you've seen. It's Mm -hmm. all the guys hanging out. It's a fun time. You know, you've got the split back and forth between the guys playing, you know, their instruments. Mm -hmm. And then you've got them hanging out and, you know, going clothes shopping and and getting drinks and food and all that kind of stuff. And you've seen many music videos with that kind of thing happening. But then you've got the twist at the end where you see (laughs) why they were doing this. So not only are they having fun with themselves and, you know, hanging out and doing all that, but there's a message at the end of it as well. So it adds a little bit extra to the quote unquote, I'll use the air quotes now too, the quote unquote, you know, standard pop punk type music video. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, that's exactly, I'm, I'm actually very happy that you said that because that's exactly what we were going for. Good. Um, Good. With that, you know, and one thing that we, that we were careful, um, very careful in making this video, uh, especially with kind of the subject matter we talked about. And once your viewers go watch the video, they'll, they'll understand the twist was making sure it was authentic. Um, right. And that was from the heart. That, that was the most important. I could tell you right now, if that didn't come out the way it did, um, it would not be seen the light of day. Right. Now, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, if that had come off as placating right. or fake in some way, right. that would not have been the way to do it for sure. And that's good. That's a good eye to realize that that could have had a completely opposite effect. Right. You know, my uh, our bassist um, Andy Warpath. You know, he fantastic. He had name. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, uh, we you know we have this uh, this quote that will that will play at the beginning of the video that says you know. Um, my mother always told me to do good even when no one was watching. Right. Yeah. So we hope that when people see this um, and listen to the song and put the visual together, that it sparks something in them um, to do something. Right. I mean, it could be, you know, and the little things matter. I mean, you could be going to Subway or, you know, Burger King for a burger and there might be someone outside who just might be hungry. And, you know, maybe that person got there because they made bad choices. Uh, maybe they're there because, you know, they lost their home or it was self-inflicted. Um, and we, we should, you know, a part of us wants to say, oh, go get a job, fix your life. And they, you know, hope that's great. And we, we right. hope that they do. Yeah. But we don't understand. We don't know what they did or, right. or what happened to get there. We, we don't know. Um, there's always more to the story. So we shouldn't judge. But if we see, you know, our, our, our fellow man and they're hurting and we have a chance to help them out, uh, we should, yeah. um, you know. What they choose to do um, with with that gift um, is up to them. Right. So um, all you can do is open the door. They have to walk through it. But you know, it's uh, those little things like that 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 we hope after hearing and seeing this uh, video inspire people to do a little thing. Yeah. Because they add up to a big thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, that's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. When I was listening to the track, you know, a bunch of times, I was going back and forth because I figured. The, the tie-in with New Orleans was because of Katrina, but I wasn't exactly sure, so it was good oh, to hear. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad. I, 
I, I get worried about that sometimes. Uh, again, a- Andy, our, our bassist, and I were, were talking, and sometimes with with my lyrics, I I get a little, I, I leave a, I leave them a little too open ended because I want the <laughs> listener to be able, I want the listener to be able to apply it to their own uh, situation. You know, one thing I don't ever really like to do, but I guess you know we did it this time because it, it made sense with this song was someone asked me a lot of times, you know, what's this song about? I I usually turn around and ask them, you tell me. Yeah, right. What's it, what does it what does it mean to you? I came prepared for that. Yeah. Right. But uh I think the the feelings that you have had are the ones that we were aiming for. Um so I'm I'm glad to hear cuz I think uh, you've had one of the few exclusive listens and and looks at it. So the fact that you picked up on it is making me feel confident that when people see and watch it, uh see and hear it yeah. that um that they're going to pick up the same message. No, I would hope that they would too. It's always just obviously it's a little dangerous sometimes to name a song New Orleans because it's such a party city and you know and look personally i love new orleans so much like it's one of my favorite cities in the whole entire country i actually tried to move down there yeah like a couple years ago i wanted to move down there i was trying to find jobs like legitimately trying to find and i can't wait for the next time that i visit the city so when you see that song title you're like oh great you know this is going to be a song about them getting drunk down there or eating great food you know you know what i mean right well, what's funny about it is if you just listen to the song and didn't dive all the way deep into lyric, if you just let the song kind of play by, yeah. the song sounds like a party. It's, yeah, it's it does. fun. Right. Like, exactly. I, I hope I know you mentioned it earlier, but I hope the listener uh, does not think that it is this somber <laughs> song. It is, it is definitely not like you will like this is a very much so will make you want to get up and dance like yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, it is a absolutely fun, fun song, uh, which kind of makes it. I don't know if the word I'm looking for here is uh well go ahead. It's that interesting juxtaposition. There you go. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I knew exactly where you're going with that. Yeah, no, no. It's it's got that draw you in factor. And then yeah, there are those people out there that do not care about what the lyrics are. They're just listening for, you know, a guitar riff or they're looking for a beat, you know, whatever type of music right. they're listening to. That's what they're doing. Right. So you can easily, if you don't care about lyrics, you can easily listen to the song. And you're still going to bop your head right. and you're going to dance around. You're going to enjoy it. Right. If you're, you're also going to do that if you're paying attention to the lyrics as well. Right. Because it gives you that extra layer of right. things that you get to look for. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I'm glad that you feel that way. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because I mean, for, for me, when I'm songwriting, um, rhythm to me is one of the most important rhythm, rhythm and melody. But um, the one thing, you know, be, being a three piece band, there's a way of that we like to do things that we just really want the rhythm to just hit you in the chest always. Right. Um, and then after that, you know, the melody, the lyrics, so on and so forth. Um, but the song was different. Um, this one, I think all, all the elements were as important as the next. So yeah, that's just kind of uh, the gist of it. But uh, going back to what you said about, you know, naming the song New Orleans, it definitely was, uh, we had that thought, you know, should we, should we, could we name it this? Um, but we wanted to lean people in the direction of kind of painting the picture that, yes, this is the the epicenter. This was Hurricane Katrina. However, right. that is it, it's it's about way more than that. That's yes. just it's way more than that. That's just kind of the place where we set the visual. Right. No, no, that definitely does. And then obviously, you know, you've got the chorus and you've got the melody that you're looking for and you have a very poignant kind of almost another call to action 
that I think people will get as well. And I think it works very well for the track as well. You know, will anybody save us from ourselves? Are we going to do it again? Yes. That plays a role in so many parts of people's lives. So Right. And and that's exactly what it is. It's That's at that point where you apply that to you at that yeah. point. Right. 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 Exactly. So, yeah, I'm glad we got to go into that a little bit and let people know that that's the kind of style that you're going for. And there's a message behind it. But, you know, it's not a preachy. But I, I appreciated hearing the story about thoughts and prayers because that's a big thing, too. And if you had named the song Thoughts and Prayers, that might have been more of a detriment. I, yeah. I mean, like I said, we were very careful to how we were going to present this song. Um, yeah. but. Yeah, they said the working title was Thoughts and Prayers. And, you know, I think once I think when you hear that, you're like, I, I think I, I heard it in your voice. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of where the idea just came. That's where the, the initial spark of the idea for the song came from. Right. Right. That makes sense. Well, now with and let's let's switch gears a little bit here. So with the single coming out and then you said, you know, you're working on new music still and, and you're constantly working, apparently. Yep. But yep. Are there going to be more tour dates at all? Are you guys actually going to get out of California? Right. So last year we at the I think last time we talked, we had we had some ideas of when we wanted to go out, but then decided not to go out in yeah. two thousand nine in two thousand nineteen. Um, we wanted that to be a year where we just kind of continued to build a new audience and build on the new music um, as much. As much as we go out and people want to hear the old music, um, we want people to learn, love, and digest the new music as well. So that when we go out, um, you know, we we and we play one of these songs, that people are like, "Oh, that's cool!" But can you play the can you play this stuff back from 2013? Um, you know, <laughs> I mean that's that's fine, and and we're happy to play it, and I'm we're but you know we're continuing to move forward, right? And uh, like I said, you know. I, I still think the best the best from us is ahead. So nice. um, yeah, 2019 we decided not to go to go out. I can tell you, without saying too much right now, that we are currently in talks with getting on some of the earlier slots of my chemical uh, romances tour. I I literally <laughs> have to be careful how. I, yeah. This is, I forget that once I say this, it goes on the web and it's, it's in stone. <laughs> We're currently in talks to possibly go out with some bands that your listeners definitely know. Ah, okay. So um, that's what we're kind of working on feverishly right now. Like when when this song, New Orleans, uh, finally comes. I mean, I've already switched gears into it, but once the song goes out, we finally get to take a breath and just kind of go, okay, can we... We get some shows under the under the belt here. Could we get some exactly. tours under the belt? Yeah. So, um, you know, I I don't even know when the next song is going to come. I mean, it, it'll be in, in a reasonable time, but uh, right now, I, as soon as the song comes out, we're just really hitting the road running with um, trying to get on the road a little bit more. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to check on that. So now we said we weren't going to talk for two hours tonight, so we're going to make sure. Uh, uh, we're, ha- we're having a good time. Yeah, we're, we're having, having a good time. time. Yeah. We, we hit a lot of the music stuff, so now we're going to go into something that I don't often get to do, and I'm super excited to be able to talk to you about this. So one of the tie-ins, though, a nice segue here, is that in the music video for New Orleans, 
you're actually wearing an Alexa Bliss T-shirt. And for anyone, <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know That's who that girl. is, yeah, that is uh, WWE wrestling. And little do many people know, I've been doing podcasting for you know seven plus years or whatever, and I actually used to have a couple of wrestling podcasts. So this is something that I don't get to do anymore. But it's very fun for me. And I know the last time that we had spoke, you know, seeing your Instagram and everything, many people know that you're a wrestling fan. You're also a big comic book guy as well. Big time. Big you know, time. last time we talked a little bit about that, but this time I want to talk some wrestling. Absolutely. So I wanted to know, yeah, I want to know from you right now, you know, it's a it's a very weird time for wrestling. You've got, you know, you've got WWE, you've got NXT, which is now basically its own brand it's it's barely developmental anymore and then you've got AEW you've got you know you we can go on there's Japan there's you know there's even though no one talks about it there's Impact there's ROH there's plenty of other things going on right now what for you do you normally follow um so I'm a well a dumb WWE guy for sure um NXT I used to follow NXT a little more in the past than I do now oh um I, I, sadly, probably. Um, yeah. There's just the one thing that I, I think that WWE is doing and NXT kind of under the same umbrella, they're doing it right is there's a lot of good talent out there, man. There's yeah. a lot of good talent. Like, I and um, the thing that actually excites me the most, and I, it, which is crazy because I think a lot of people probably feel this way, is five years ago, um, the women's wrestling was just, it was just kind of an ornament to, to wrestling right sure but now it's my favorite part of wrestling is it really like wow I, I i i i love the women's division like they just go so hard um i i really i mean for let's let's just get this out in the open yes seth rollins seth rollins that's my favorite wrestler <laughs> on the male okay. and right. alexa bliss alexa bliss on, on the female side okay but um yeah no i i i think wrestling is just i think it's in a good place right now i think it's it's growing um, if if you're not careful, it, it changes on you really quick. Like I think we talked about this off offline. Was uh, I know I've been so consumed with getting this music ready that I kind of fell off like the past month or so. Then you know I was catching up a little bit today, yep. and I was like, oh my god, so much has changed in just yeah. a month. You know, right. <laughs> so yeah, with the whole road to WrestleMania and everything, since WrestleMania is at the beginning of April, you know, after that Royal Rumble hits, everything really changes a lot. And now they're even bringing in. It looks like. You know, that you talk about women's wrestling. It looks like that Charlotte match for WrestleMania, I'm going to put my money on it actually being a three-way match between mm-hmm. two women in NXT. That's how crazy it is. Well, what, what I saw today was a, the NXT Women's Champion. What She came in, attacked uh, Becky Lynch uh, on Monday Night Raw, right? Oh, no, no. So sorry, you are a little behind. So Shayna Baszler is no longer the NXT Women's Champion. Okay. So she actually she attacks. So they're probably going to fight at WrestleMania for sure. It's probably going to be okay, Becky okay. versus Shayna. But the actual okay, no, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I got that back. She was the form. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So the current one is Rhea Ripley, who's really yeah, that's her. Yeah, really, really great. Right. Rhea Ripley is going to be facing Charlotte most likely, but then also I think they're going to make it have a uh, a triple threat between them and Bianca Belair as well. It's it's crazy. I mean, like I said, like. Just the, the fact that we're having this like exciting of a conversation about the women's wrestling, like, could you imagine that five years ago? No, that's that's I, no way. True. Right, right. right. It, I mean, what, was it was it last year or the year before when the women had headlined WrestleMania? It was last was year. Last year. It was last, last year. year. I mean, crazy, right? 
I mean, uh, so proud. It's cool. But let me be honest, though. And I, I, you know me, you know, I'm always honest and open about this stuff. I did not think that match was good. It wasn't. It okay. wasn't. Yeah, I was happy. Yeah, was. I was happy that they were able to do it because all three women were very talented. But for some reason, I don't know if it was some either experience on maybe Ronda's part or if it was just the dynamic wasn't working. But I didn't think that match really came off. But <sighs> that doesn't mean that it was or it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be done more often. And right now, look, for me, I'm a huge Oscar mark. Mm-hmm. That's my big thing. I just wish awesome. she was more in the title picture because I think they tend to focus on the same couple of people, yeah. And that, and then that's kind of what they do with the men's wrestling too. So in well, a way, that's just, that's just Vince though. Like that's yeah. just classic Vince though, right? That's true. Yeah. No. No. You're absolutely right about that. So tell me when we're coming up to, and let's even skip over like elimination chamber and stuff like that. But when we come up to WrestleMania, is that something you always watch? Do you ever go to WrestleMania? So, so I'm in the Bay, the Bay Area, right? And the last so WrestleMania was here in San Francisco, almost Santa Clara, um, three years ago, four, four, three, four, yeah, four or five. Um, then it had to be four or five. Right? Yeah. So, um, it's so well. First of all, I, I, I this year it's in Tam- Tampa. Yes. Where, Tampa. where is it this year? Yep, yeah, Tampa, Tampa this year. So, I mean, I've never. I would love to travel to one uh, outside, but do I watch it? It's like it's like watching the Super Bowl. It's like it's a holiday. Like sure. WrestleMania, I think to all rest, wrestling fans, like I'm just this is just like I think everyone's saying a duh, right? Yeah, like yeah. that is it's 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 our Super Bowl. It's a holiday. Like it's eight plan hours, for that. nine hours long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like there's <laughs> pizza delivery, there's wings happening, there's people coming over who don't even care about wrestling. Ah. Okay. Um you know, it's like the Super Bowl, right? You yeah, got people yeah. who care and people who don't. So yeah, no, it's just uh, it's just it's a great production. It's fun to watch. Uh, it's a great entryway into someone wanting to get into it. You know, watching you know that that event and the following you know, Monday night after yeah after wrestling, like it's a great jump in point uh, for people. Um, but I mean, I will, I God, I would love to travel to to a WrestleMania, but I know that also when those tickets go on sale, they're like boom, they're gone, right? Well, so. It depends on how big the stadium is. Like, you're not going to get, obviously, you're not going to get the stuff on the floor or anything like that. Plus, that stuff's ridiculously expensive anyways. But I guarantee you, though, you can get okay seats. Like, you can get okay seats even coming up to the day of. Nice. Like, you can definitely Well, are you, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Are you going to go to the one that's going to be in L.A. next year? That one I would likely go to. Okay. Because, yeah, I, that's, that's the most pretty much a given uh i yeah. mean for us that's just like a couple hour drive right or just a 80 dollars southwest flight um but i mean whenever wwe roll, rolls through town uh here in san jose like i always go yeah like, that's just it's if you if you have i mean i know you have but if you've never been to a wwe event oh man it, it is just to anyone out there it is intoxicating intoxicate i love going to them they're just they're loud yep. they're fun and uh the thing about wrestling that I love the most is the communities, the people. Oh, sure. Um, the okay. pa- the, it's the passion. I, th- I think if you took, for me, if you took that away, it might not be as exciting, but it's how involved everybody gets um, that makes it exciting for me. No, that, that actually makes a lot of sense. Now, what you should do, you should schedule a tour around when SummerSlam <laughs> is coming up next year because you know SummerSlam is in Boston. So you should just come up here and play around that time, and then we can go see SummerSlam together. I would love that. Let's do it. Because that's going to be fun. They're they're doing SmackDown, NXT, 
uh, SummerSlam, and then Raw, all in those four days. That is, is that, uh, is that awesome? Are you stoked? I mean, I'm, you got tickets to all those, I'm sure. Well, no, they, they're not even on sale yet. Oh, well, you're gonna get Oh, them. yeah, I, I have to. I mean, I will tell you this. I would say for a person's first time seeing an event, going to a Raw or something like that is, like you said, it's intoxicating. Now, for me, with how many times that I have gone, it's a little bit tougher just based on how long it is because those commercial breaks and being there for like four straight hours, that's yeah. a tough thing to do. But that's also what WrestleMania, I mean, WrestleMania is over double that time. And I go to see that almost every year now. So wow. it's it's actually, to be quite honest, and I believe me, I'm not complaining by any means, but going to a WrestleMania is a trial. Like it's, it's tough to make it through because you're just there in that stadium. By the time they open, you're there for like 10 plus hours. Well, you know, our, our bassist went to, uh, Andy went to the one at MetLife Stadium. Was it two yeah. last year? Two years? Yeah, he went, yeah, he went to that. He went, he went to that. Yeah. He, uh, he flew out and went, to, he was in New York and, um, you know, bastard got to, uh, <laughs> got to go and go check it out. So, but yeah. Yeah. I went to the one actually in New Orleans as well. Oh, and that's, awesome. yeah, that's where I fell in love with that city. I keep on hoping they'll put it back there so I can go back again and do it. So let me, let me ask you this. Let's switch gears for a second. Do you watch AEW at all? No. The way you said that, is that a, you want no part of it because it's competition, kind of like a WCW no, thing? No, I, 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 I just, I just haven't. Oh, okay. I want to, I, I want to check it out yeah. uh, just because, I mean, I remember when it was all first being announced and, uh, you know, Chris Jericho kind of was like kind of at the forefront of it. Sure. Um, I was like, oh man, I really want to see how this ruffles WWE's feathers, right? And I, I don't know, I just, I haven't gotten around to it. Um, why haven't I got, you know, now I'm asking myself the question, why haven't I? <laughs> well, let me ask you, Yeah. Uh, should, should I be? Whew. So that's a good question. So I, if I had to rank things and I think both of us know, even though I think you're, you're more on the level with WWE of you probably like a lot more of it than I do. Like I, I do like a lot of WWE, but there's a lot of stuff that makes me cringe. You know what I mean? Like just, oh yeah, it's, cr- it's cringeworthy a lot. Of times. It can be. Yeah. For me, and believe me, I'm sure I'll get death threats and a lot of things from this, but to me, AEW is way more cringe than really? WWE. Yeah, and I wanted, because I did a lot of, um, you know, going to independent wrestling. So I've seen most everyone who's on the AEW roster, I've seen them in different independent places before they mm-hmm. went to AEW. But there's just something about the not, like they barely have any storylines they're just doing spot after spot, and I don't know. There's nothing bringing it together the way that I want. And I'm sure people have the same issues with WWE as well, but there's just something about AEW's presentation mm-hmm. that I just can't get behind. And I even went to see, like, I will try, like, a, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows, I try different music all the time. I try different terrible movies just to see, hey, maybe I'll like this. I went to see AEW live. I went to see them. They did their second, I think it was their second live show of all time, was in Boston. So I went to see it live, but I just couldn't. I was like, look, there are some talented people here, but they are not using them. I I just, for me, NXT is just so much better. Yeah. Yeah, just so much better. And there's a huge war going on between the fans of both of them. But I, I couldn't care less about that. I just think NXT is almost perfect. Again, I've always liked NXT. I, I like NXT. Um, it's there's there's a hunger there. Yes. Um, that is 
very apparent. Um, I, I yeah, I, I can't I can't dispute with you there. And NXT is definitely it's fun to watch NXT to try and figure out who's going to be the next one. I think yeah. Uh, going back to you know WrestleMania that Monday after WrestleMania, it, uh, one of my favorite things to do is oh who's going to come out? Who's coming up? Who's sure. coming up? Right. Right. Um, and then when when that happens, you like. You know, there's if someone that you like, it's so exciting. Like, yeah, that you know, they made it to the big show. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, <laughs> uh, this and then I, I think that's where like a lot of those like the fandom and loyalty is born. Um, is when you see like you know your guy or or, or woman, uh, make it from NXT and then they get to WWE. Like you you get behind them really quickly. Yeah. Unless, actually, not to get uh, change subjects again, but it. I just yeah. uh, I just saw on Instagram, um. I mean, talk about a fall from gra- a fall from grace. I saw Enzo Amore put up something yeah. uh, that he was like in uh, like he was like in an alleyway in Compton. Uh, did you, Did you see this post? Yeah, I saw what you typed because you told me about it. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, whoa, like man, <laughs> what a like what a fall from grace, right? You know that that he's had, and just it it reminds you with you know WWE that you can the way they write you in. Uh, you know, they can make you a star. They can make you an absolute nobody yep. like overnight. By the way, the sad thing about Enzo, too, was that it turns out those accusations and everything were completely false. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to look okay, into I didn't that, know that, yeah, you should check out those reports because, yeah, yeah, no, no. All of that was completely false. Like there was no charges, no nothing like that. That's the sad thing is that. His, you know, part of his life or his personality, his ego, whatever, was so killed by that, that now he is the way he is. Whether that's, you know, personality is transferred over, I, well, I'm not exactly sure. Do you think, I mean, do you think that WWE will ever give him a shot again based on the acquittal or they think that they just don't want anything to do with it? No, and I, I don't trust dirt sheets, so I don't think it was a dirt sheet that said this before, but... I think Triple H might have come out before and just said, "Look, he just doesn't work here." Like it's not, and I think they had. I think Enzo even did an interview saying that Triple H really didn't like him and didn't understand that his gimmick was getting over and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's more that now they wouldn't want that personality in there because he just doesn't fit with everybody. Right. But when the accusations came out, that was their reason to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out that really. Once again, this is opinion based. We're not, you know, we're not slandering here. This is opinion. But I think that's why, you know, all that kind of went down. But I don't want to, I don't want to crucify him for being a bad person because I'm not sure he actually is. It's just he's whacked in the fucking head, you know? Yeah, no, it's unfortunate. I mean, I remember when, and again, this is the way I felt about it. I remember when they had split up um, Enzo and Cass. Yeah. um, And kind of put them, I I wasn't a fan of that. No, Um, no, no at all like i felt like you know each to each was like you know batman to the robin in a sense uh, maybe that's not a good analogy but well, I, no, I feel I like they they, they 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 belong together yeah uh, and i feel like it got weird when they weren't together uh, i mean it's hard to dispute that when they came out that like that was like one of the more exciting kind of interactive intros in a long time right um their yeah. whole that, that that whole shtick right oh yeah so um, no absolutely yeah one of the weird things of, of what you're mentioning about, you know, kind of almost a quote-unquote promotion from NXT to WWE, you might not see a whole lot of that 
because it seems like they have now made NXT its own thing. So even though there is a transfer between the two every once in a while, that might not be a, oh, this person's done with NXT, now it's time to go to WWE, because Mm -hmm. they might just be switching a lot more. It's the same as how Finn Balor is now a permanent NXT person. Yeah, it's not. That's crazy. Yeah. So it, it's something that, that fans have talked about for a long time of, oh, why aren't they utilizing so-and-so on the WWE roster? You know, put him back in NXT. Now you've seen it. You've seen Finn Balor go back. You've seen uh, Prince Pretty. Neville. You know, yeah. You've um, seen, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people now, that is a change that they've made. So you might not actually see a ton of people being, quote-unquote, promoted. They might switch some people around. That might be the big thing, too, is seeing that Wednesday, seeing that new episode of NXT after WrestleMania, and seeing maybe some people go over from WWE to NXT. Now, do you think that the, do you think that they would think that that's a downgrade to themselves, or do you think they actually see the, the opportunity for NXT to grow on its own and for them to grow within it? Or do you think that, that the wrestlers would see that as a, a downgrade? No, I don't think it's a downgrade anymore, because I think actually NXT, even though NXT won't make it, I mean, they're only in, you know, the performance center area. They're only in Florida when they do their shows. But in popularity wise, I mean, one of the biggest things that was ever done was that Survivor Series where they had NXT invade. That was the most popular Raw and SmackDown had been right. in forever. And then once they left, once the NXT people left, then the ratings went straight down again. So I think now people realize that they're getting better storylines and they're actually having better matches in NXT than they are in WWE. Well, you know, the, and from a professional standpoint, um, for to be to not have to be on the road all the time. Um, you know, if you're saying yeah. that, you know, that's I mean, that's just that seems like a plus to me. I mean, I don't know if you watch, um, you know, any of those, but like the Total Divas, the shows or anything like that. But I watch Miz and Misses. Okay, but like you know, just the, the, like watching those people's tour schedules is like almost exactly. crazier than watching a band's uh, schedule because they're just they're bouncing back and forth. Like you know, bands go in like a loop, right? These guys yeah. are just like boom, 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 boom. Like Arizona to DC, back to Arizona, back to you know, like it's just like whoa, yeah. Like to Japan to somewhere like they're they're like never home, right? Which is insane. And but yeah, I mean, that must be cool on the NXT side to think that. You can have some sort of a life um, outside of uh, wrestling. So, yeah, no, absolutely. So that's why it's interesting to talk about this stuff sometimes, you know, and I don't know, maybe people have skipped by this because they're not wrestling fans, but that's fine. That's why we had the first half of music <laughs> and then we had the second half of wrestling. But yeah, man, we'll have, to, we'll have to talk about this some more. Oh, before we end, I did want to run something past you because I thought this was interesting. So we're going back sure. to music now for a second. Okay. So. You know, when you talk about 5606, mm-hmm. you have bands that you that you say, you know, hey, if you're a fan of this, you might like us kind of thing. And Green Day is one of the ones. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely hear that. I think other people would be able to hear that, too. Now, did you see the quote unquote Green Day controversy that happened recently? Uh, how re- I'm on my computer right now. How recently? So probably, well, their album came out, what, last Friday? So yep. it was, yeah, last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, somewhere around there. It might already be gone by now. Uh, No, I mean, that's one of my favorite bands. I, I mean, I did watch their, I watched the live, what is it? Their record, re- their iHeart record release live on YouTube, Um, but I didn't dig deeper into uh, it. Oh, okay. 
No, this was. I, I mean, I, I have to say, well, I, as we're in getting ready to release mode, the the, the outside world like doesn't. Goes away. <laughs> it goes away. It goes it, away. It, sorry, it, it'll um, it'll return next Thursday for sure. Yeah, yeah, and like like we said, we're recording this before this actually comes out, but it's going to come out after the release of New Orleans, so people will be able to get the timeline kind of when we've actually you know talked about this and recorded. But yeah, so what happened was a lot of people in the scene got very, very upset with Green Day because they put out a billboard that said, no features, no sweetest songwriters, no trap beats, 100% pure uncut rock for their new album. Oh, I, need, I need to see this with my own eyes. Let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a billboard? It's a billboard, yep. Let's see here. Green Day, billboard. No, not billboard, magazine. Ugh. That happened to me too. Uh, so wait, wait, what, one more time. What did it say again? It says no features, no sweetest songwriters, no trap beats, 100% pure uncut rock. And then it says Green Day and whatever the title of their album is. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I see. I see it right here. Okay, no features, it. no sweetest songwriters. No. Yeah. Well, so what's the, what's the problem? Okay. So the problem with that is that many people are like, oh, this is the problem with rock music is that no one has an open mind anymore and they don't let people, like, mm. because obviously, and some people, by the way, some fucking mm. morons said that this was partially racist. And I couldn't even, I couldn't believe that. So let me let me preface this by saying. Cringe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolute cringe. And I, I called that person out too. <laughs> He's a pretty famous uh, vocalist too, and it was ridiculous. But mm. I haven't been a fan of Green Day for 20 years, probably. Like, I... I like the very old Green Day stuff, and then they lost me on the other stuff. I mm. I would consider them personally, I consider them a pop band. So to be talking and making fun, because to me, all those things they put on the billboard is making fun of pop music. That's what it's doing. So I come from an era, you know, you and I are around the same age. I'm a little bit younger, I think. We come from an era of defined separation. Right. Between rock and metal and, and all the subgenres to pop music. It was us against them. And, you know, there were actually there was fights. There were people that would fight you because of the music that you listened to compared. Right. Like there were there were like backstreet bros. They would fight you because you liked, you know, you had different style hair or different colored hair and you listened to scene music and stuff like that. Right. So I get exactly what Green Day was doing, but a lot of people didn't. My question to you, basically, is what do you feel about that kind of thing? Do you think that they're trying to – are they sending a message to other rock bands or are they just doing this for marketing purposes? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I think the fact that we're talking about Green Day's new release on <laughs> your podcast right now right. is exactly what they wanted to have happen. For sure. Now, with that said – Oh man, I have, I have so many feelings about this. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to start here. All right. I'm going to bring it back to how. It, okay. I'm going to start here. Yep. We recently <clears throat> have been having the, within our band, we've been having the conversation of in our promotional material, do we drop the generalization of when we're, you know, trying to, get a new listener to click or something do we drop the text or the idea of pop punk um ah, okay. or, or punk we've been debating that um because i we are starting to feel like 
why do we need to put ourselves in the box? Right. Why do we have, why do we have, like, like you said, back in the day growing up, it was exactly the way you said it was. But it's like, why do we have to be something? Why can't we just be? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, yep. You know, like, why is it that to me? Oh, God, this is this is going to either start a fury of comments or <laughs> or something. But, to you know, everyone has their own definition of what punk is. Right. Yes. And to me, here we go. Drum roll. Oh, yeah. to me, punk is it's not a drum beat. It could be a sound. Okay. But it's a way of doing things like an attitude. Right. Okay. And that doesn't. And, and now and again, the attitude isn't, you know, like, fuck the government. No, that's not <laughs> what it is. It's to me, it's doing it your way, the way you want, the, doing it the way you want to do things on your terms. Right. Um, no matter what. And whatever obstacles come in between, as long as you stay true to yourself, do it. That's punk rock. OK. OK. So, yeah, going, you know, we've been debating you know, dropping that because I mean, we have some tracks that we want to release that um, I mean, probably likely will this year. That when you hear them, you might be like, "The fuck, uh, like what?" Okay. Like, I like this song, but this isn't a pop punk band. Well, it's like, why? Why do we have to be anything other than what we want to be? Right. Right. Now, when I see going back to the Green Day sign, no features, no Swedish songwriters, no trap beats, um, 100% pure uncut rock. You know, you said that people think that that's the problem with music. Rock is that it, it like it doesn't want to. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know how you said it, but like it doesn't want to in- include itself, uh, kind of with the rest of the world. Is that what you're? Is that what you said? Right. It's that people aren't being open-minded to have other genres or other elements put into rock music. Right, and I mean, I'd be the first to say, do I plan to? Ha- work with any Swedish songwriters? No. <laughs> Do I plan on putting trap beats? Maybe. No, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll do whatever we want to do. Exactly. Right? And, yes. and, and I, think, I, think, I think that's what it is. As long as our listeners know that whatever we're doing is authentic. Yes. I mean, it's funny, like, um, you know, if you listen to Keeping Count, there's like a bridge uh, that, and towards the, you know, the, the middle end of the song where you hear the drums and they go kind of like, I don't know, like Ray. I don't want to use the word reggae. So here we go. Put in, no, here we different. go. Right. Here we go. I'm putting myself in a box again. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's different. Like, you know, like, is that something we traditionally would do? No. But did but we like right. it? Yeah. And it sounded right. Yeah. Did I care if it was trap or country or whatever? No, it doesn't matter. It's, as right. long as it serves the song the way we want it to serve the song, then fine. Yep. Uh, now, I do think that there is a disconnect right now with um, especially especially younger kids. They're not picking up. In, to me, it doesn't seem like kids are picking up instruments as much as they are picking up like garage band and right. program. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, no, of course not. As long as kids are making music and, or anyone's making music, like I'm all about that. But I definitely think that there is like not as many kids like playing guitar or piano or drums or whatever it may be. Um, and the only way they enter that they know music is by making these beats and doing it inside here. And you know, and that's the way music um, kind of is going. And then that's fine. But I think we're, I think what Green Day might be saying here is this is the way we do it. We don't do it the way that everyone else is doing it right now. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to put words in their mouth, but sure. Sure. I, I think they're, I mean, it's Green Day. They're trying to ruffle some feathers. I mean, if I, right. if I, <laughs> I mean, shit, I, I wish I thought of that. Yeah. I, so. I was actually, 
I was trying to think of how I could have used something like that. But I I honestly, I think I've been talking about that kind of thing for a while. And I, it, it's one of those things where, I, at least when I talk about the scene, there are lots of quote-unquote different scenes and stuff like that. It's just easier to say. When I'm right. talking about that, I'm talking about pop punk, metalcore, metal, deathcore, like everything like that. I just I just call the scene. Anything right. that's not pop music, country, you know, whatever, jazz, right. you know, whatever. Right. My, um, you know, I, I, oh, go God. ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to no, say, no. right now it seems like there's a trend of people going where they say, oh, if you're not doing something different from what you used to do, then you're either not evolving or you're not challenging yourself. Right. And I don't agree with that statement whatsoever. So you look at someone like Bring Me the Horizon. Mm-hmm. They've gone through a lot of changes in their life, and now they're on EDM, basically, is what they're, is what they're making. Mm-hmm. Now, they shouldn't be praised for making an EDM album because I personally don't like EDM. Mm-hmm. You can say, oh, wow, they did something well if you like EDM, but I can't even say that because I don't like EDM music, so I don't think that it's done well. Right. So the thing that I would say is, if you're making music that is difficult to make or you're genuine, like you were talking about, if you're genuine with your music and you really want to make that music, then that is great for you. But I don't have to like it. I'm just going to like a band that makes a good album, in my opinion. So right. if you keep on making the same metalcore album over and over again, but I think it's good, then I'm going to be completely happy with that. Because you're, right. in my opinion, you're making something good. Right. And then also, you're absolutely right with the whole instrument thing. That's a big thing for me as well because, yes, I, I personally know it is hard to learn GarageBand. It's hard to learn Logic and whatever and trying to make things sound correct and working with that is a completely different skill. But I also don't want to lose where kids are picking up a guitar or a bass or whatever, a violin, whatever, and really playing an instrument because that is an art. Right. Well, you know, it, it's funny because you look at someone like Billie Eilish, right? Yeah. And uh you know with her her was it four or five her and her brother their grammy wins and it's got parts of the like mixing you know producing community like up in arms in a sense right just because uh they did it they did it all in their bedroom and the way they did it was like super unconventional right um and it wasn't the way it was supposed to be done and blah 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 does it really fucking matter does it really matter it doesn't fucking matter did the song sound did like is it done and done well? Yes. Do you like it or not like it? That's really it. That, yeah, that's all that matters, right? Right, right. right. You know, I'll, I'll say I think that her her brother pretty much does, from what I gather, does most of you know the making the music and such. I think he's a talented, dude. Yeah. As someone who has you know made music in his bedroom, like respect. I get it. Um, there's there's a satisfying feeling of uh you know doing you know not being have to go to a super expensive studio and being able to do it yourself, like use the tools that you have to make the best thing that you can. And I, I like right. super, res- I respect that yep. on levels that you can't even understand, like mad respect. Yep. Uh, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but no, no, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, bringing it back to this green day, this, this billboard. And um, I do think that some of, I do feel though um, that some of rock, I think some rock fans Put rock in a box. Um, I, I I feel that maybe one of the best things that's happened to rock. Oh God, I'm not gonna say it. No, nope, <laughs> not gonna say it. No, nope, not gonna do it. Don't you not say gonna, five I, finger death I'm, punch? I swear. No, I'm not. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I want to say it, but I'm not gonna say it. 
right. I'm just saying, you know, there there's there's a lot of artists who recently like been playing I'm putting up putting up air quotes like guitar like pop artists who are like playing guitar and stuff right right um like camille cabello and all these people who don't really play guitar or whatever i mean yeah. whatever you can debate debate that all day they but don't. the fact that they're showing kids that guitars exist and maybe it'll inspire a kid to go pick up a guitar like i'm cool with that that's sure. fine right. with me yeah um but I, I i do think that um i do think that sometimes rock fans like we need to just kind of open our arms a little bit more um Stop putting things in boxes and listen to the music for what it is. If it's good, it's good. Again, I, I can only speak from my own personal experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, people who don't know me and only see and see me uh, based on, you know, us playing live or the material we put out. I think I listen to just like punk and pop punk all day long. That, that couldn't be further from the truth. Right. Um, I listen to everything, everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my heart's in rock, of course. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a rocker. Th- I'm a you know punk rocker through and through. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think it's important to just embrace things. Like just because if you see Travis Barker and Machine Gun Kelly team up on a song together, is not a reason to crucify Travis Barker because he was in Blink One Eighty Two. Right. You, you know, either either you like the songs they do, or they or you don't, and that and that's it. I I think. Well, if, if anything that that's done. Is it's put more eyes on, you know, the rock community. Like, oh, who's that guy who was playing drums? Oh, he plays in a band called Blink One Eight Two. And it, if there's one random person who doesn't live on planet Earth and not, not know who that band is, you know, you're gonna go, you're gonna go and check it out. Right. Um, That's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm okay with it. Uh, but I do like this attitude that Green Day put forward in this billboard. And now the more I look at it, it's, it's still up on my screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, it makes me laugh. It, it makes me laugh. Um, wish I thought of it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, they, they've taken they've taken quite a turn with their last album as well. This oh, one that they did that. they I, I don't know if you've listened to it. No, at all. I haven't had a chance. I, I will. Based on what you told me, I can almost guarantee you're not going to like it. No, probably not. That would be my guess. Well, like I said, I mean, what I also think is funny for first of all, I didn't care about the billboard. I thought it was more fun watching the really stupid people online think that they were being, you know, prophetic. Well, there, and all there goes my name looking that up. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, I, I just thought that whole trying to, you know, pretend like you're holier than thou because you think everything should be different kind of stance on everything. It just seems very strange to me. But yeah, I, I wouldn't expect to really like what Green Day is doing anymore, but also to say that Green Day's been like a bunch of people said, well, Green Day's been putting out the same album for twenty years. Know nothing about music because whatever. Yeah, it's a good album. Well, that, but also <laughs> I don't think they were because you can't tell me that Dookie was anything like Warning and that Warning was anything like American Idiot. Like, and I'm not even fans of the last couple albums and stuff, but you right. can't tell me they were putting out the same music. No, they weren't. Yeah, it's so it's just very strange. They're totally. Di- I mean, again, they're 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 totally different, completely. Yeah. And and that's fine, and that's good. I mean, I think I think it's. Mis- I mean, you mentioned earlier that you know if a band put the same album out again and again and it was good, you'd be fine with it. But I I think there's room to grow. Like for us, fifty six oh six, and you know me as like uh as like you know that like one of the primary songwriters is, I, I jokingly say I I feel like I have an obligation to keep three three piece bay area you know pop punk alive yeah, right so right. jokingly everyone okay relax <laughs> calm, calm down um <laughs> but yeah i mean like it's just um you know we want to make sure that we maintain 
who we are at our core, but do not be afraid to try something new. Yeah. Um, but right. be who we are at our core. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at with it. No, I think that's a perfect that's a perfect sentiment there. And I think that's a perfect place to end tonight. Does that work for you? That works for me. And uh, probably it works for uh, like the, the 10 people who are left who uh, probably backed out after the back end of our wrestling. We were, if you stayed, if you've stayed this long, uh, hit, hit me up in the DMs on our, on the 606 and I'll, I'll send you uh, I'll send you a link to download a track. For there free. you go. No, it's like, I mean, let's think about it this way. I've been doing this for almost as long as Joe Rogan's been doing it. If he can do long form interviews, I can do long form interviews. Okay. Not, I, I love watching. I love watching Joe Rogan. Who doesn't? I mean, he. It's just it, he has all these different interesting people on, and yeah, it just makes sense. And that's what I try and do with this show as well. Now, I wish people could come in and we do a studio thing for sure. I would love to do that even more. But being able to do this still and talk to interesting people is what I'm all about. So I appreciate that. Awesome. So yeah, man. Once again, thank you very much. We will be putting, like I said, links in the description of the episode so that people will be able to follow you on all your social yes. medias. Hopefully everyone checks out not only New Orleans, but then also everything that you've got as well. But yeah, we're gonna we'll turn this off. We'll talk offline for a little bit. But sure. I just wanted to once again, man, thank you so much. Is there anything you wanted to leave people with? Yeah. Um, you know, if I could say one thing is uh first of all, thank you for tuning in today and uh listening to us uh rant and rave <laughs> but um if the you know people often ask me um you know if they like the music you know what's the best thing i can do to support you know support you support the band yeah you know if you like the song guys or um or you like you know our 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 content on our instagram or youtube or whatever share it please share it like you you may not think that it doesn't do much but it really really helps um you know, if you like the song please share it Download it, steal it, buy it. I, I don't care. Just um, if you enjoy it, please share it. It it means the world to us. Uh, we just want to get out to as many people um, as we can. Um, we do this because we we love it, and I think saying that we've been doing it for twenty years uh, proves that point. Yeah. Uh, that we're definitely we're definitely not in this for the money. We're we just want to. Uh, I mean, if it does well one day, I mean, hey, I mean, hey, I'm fine with that. But at the same time, you know, um, we we do this because we absolutely love it, and we hope that the passion. Uh, that we put into it comes across in uh, the product that we put out to you guys. So that's where I'm at. Absolutely. Well, man, thank you so much once again. And I can't wait till we do this again. Absolutely. And thank you so much for uh, taking the time today. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely.